Kelly. Hey, I'm Rebecca. And welcome to Barefoot and Childless. What? what the heck are we doing here? We're here to talk about something. Are you ready to talk about something? Let's do it. Let's talk about something. Okay. So we're here to speak purpose over you and your family. To show the love of Jesus Christ to your family. You gotta keep Jesus in there. Always. Why should they keep listening? Tell us about our mission, Kelly. Okay. So... Here's what we're going to do. We are going to help you discover your identity in Christ. We're going to help you show the love of Jesus to your family. So that you'll be a blessing to your family and everybody else around you. Everybody else around you. Oh, and we're fun. That's why you should so come back. So much fun. So much fun. <laughs> That's how much fun. Mm-hmm. 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 Hello, hello, and welcome, welcome. All right, all right. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Please. All right, you bet. Dear Heavenly Father, we just um, come before you tonight, Lord, and we just lift Kelly and Rebecca up. Uh, let their words be the words that you um, input through them, Lord. Give them clarity. Give them a, um understanding of, and let them reach people, Lord, whether it be one person or a hundred people, Lord. You know who's out there that needs to hear their words, Lord, and we just ask that uh, you be with them, be with the technical aspects of this podcast as well, Lord, and just everything go well and go smoothly, Lord. We just give this unto you. In your mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Um, I'm not good with my body. I'm good with the camera. (laughs) There's nothing you can do about it. Everything's fine. Can't miss it. And then... So I am concerned about these glasses. So why are you concerned? Because the ring lights are reflecting in them. Oh, yeah. But I mean, that doesn't bother me. I don't want to look like a freak. (laughs) Okay. I will know if he really loves me. I say a prayer with every heartbeat. I'm asking you, but you know about sweet things. So bittersweet. How will I know? How will I know? Alrighty then. How will I know? Okay. Okay. Test, test, test the microphones. How did the sound volume? Okay. The sound, so good. Okay. I'm going to get ready and start because I'm worried that we're. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to get ready and start because I'm worried that we're. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to get ready and start Hello, Kelly. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Well, hey, Kelly. What up? How you doing? Um, Are you ready? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to do our intro. I don't know what we're going to say, but... Hey, y'all. It's 
Rebecca and Kelly. I mean, Kelly and Rebecca. Yes. Hi. How are you doing? I'm so um, This is our first episode of filming. The first. It's going to be on YouTube. It is. Because we're big kids now. Mommy, wow. I'm a big kid now. Anyway, I had no idea this was going to be song and podcast. Everything's musical with me, baby. Life is always an adventure with you. That's exactly how the songs for every We have a song for I do. So um, I'm going to say hey to all the people on YouTube. Um, welcome to Different Childless, um, the podcast. Um, so here we're just going to talk about our identities in Christ and we minister to um, blended families, adopted families, any family that is blended and anyone who is not raising a child that is biologically yes. theirs and really anybody um, because we um, we're discussing our identity yeah. in Christ. We're discussing who Christ who made us to be and that transcends family structure. Mm -hmm. However, we are going to focus on some things specific about these types of families because we are these types of families mm -hmm. and we have your back. Yeah. And we're ready to talk about things that nobody's talking about that we're experiencing and that Jesus has been working mightily in our lives. And we think it is so beautiful to see what God is doing in our lives. And we just want to share that with you. So yeah, jump on board with us. I mean, if you want to hear how this came about, you can go to Apple Podcasts and we have the intro. Yes, there's there's two episodes out there already where we talk about kind of the premise yeah. of this. Um, Who we are, what we do. Yeah, and how it came about, what it's based on, all the things. So tonight, um, since we're talking about the seasons of love, we are, spring has sprung, except for it snowed in Arkansas today. Today. It was 70 degrees yesterday and sunny. 20th. Beautiful. 20th of April. Yeah. And... Big flakes, not just little trickle down. It was sticking so, to the grass. Gigantic, like, beautiful winter wonderland for about six hours. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was so, super weird. So we are excited to start talking yeah. about spring and how it is sprung and how the Lord is developing these things in our lives. Mm -hmm. So the theme for spring, so there's three main themes that we have. Um, so there's pruning, there's um, or being ordained, and then um, anointed. And so um, each month, if you follow us on Instagram at Barefoot and Childless, um, we go through, there's a theme a week. Um, because there's sub themes for each month. Um, each month has a major overarching theme, and then each week has its own kind of way that it ties into that major theme. So if you want to follow all of that content, um, we're on Instagram. Yay. Um, so today we're talking about spring, and the hardest part of spring is the preparation, right? Yes. So, um, we're talking about pruning y'all. Yes. Like, I will cut you. <laughs> um, and it's nobody's favorite subject. I think I would. Um, y'all were figuring this tech thing out. Yeah. We've been here for, I'm not going to tell you how long. 
setting us up, but by golly, we're ready to roll. Yes, did it. So welcome to this first spring episode where all things are made new in the name of Jesus. And blooming. And that's why we need pruning, because we want life. Yeah. Want the right kind of life. So our uh, scripture for this, there's so many. Yes. I think I'm in the wrong... Isaiah 11. Isaiah 11. Okay, so that's my favorite, y'all. So, um, in Isaiah in Isaiah 10, um, just to preface the verse, um, it talks about God going in and cutting down a whole forest except for one stump. Um, and he's giving up like an analogy of like God will leave a remnant in the earth that will bring bring glory to him. But there's a huge cutting away. There's a huge uh, deforestation, if you exactly. will. That's exactly. So if you're not seeing the forest for the trees, <laughs> take heart. That might sister. be why. We're gonna might get you clear. Going We're gonna get you clear. <laughs> <laughs> you're stuck in the weeds. We're gonna take a weed whack right. to it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. But you know, because we don't want you stuck in the weeds. Yeah. That's for right. sure. So, so Isaiah 11, um, what is that? One, two, two. One, two. Mm-hmm. Um, here we go. So, um, a shoot will spring up from the stump of, stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, and the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. So, um, you know, in, in chapter 10, if you read chapter 10, 11 together, you might just stop at chapter 10 and be like, well, dang. That's harsh. It's harsh. But the thing is, is what Granny said to me last week, my Granny, who is a, a large part of why this started, and you can, again, go listen to those episodes um, on her relationship to this. But when she texted me last week to just tell me what she thought about the first two episodes, she said um, she was talking about the boys and how, as they're becoming teenagers, there's a tearing of the heart as they become yeah. who God has made them to be. And I thought about pruning so much. There's a ripping, yes. a cutting. There's a cutting away. Of our hearts mm-hmm. and other people's who may have known us yeah. before. Absolutely. Like, it's heartbreaking, but God's heart breaks too, and His heartbreak leads to a solution. Absolutely. A divine, heavenly solution for us. Mm-hmm. And so, plus nothing shocks Him anyway. Right. He's new. Nothing ever occurs to God. Right. He knows it all. Mm-hmm. Nothing surprises him. So these seasons and these things and mm-hmm. like what just happened is yes. not surprising. He is totally prepared and has us completely kept. And you know those crime shows where it starts out and you see like the horrific aftermath of yes. a murder or whatever. You're like, <laughs> what happened there? Yeah. And then the story and unfolds after. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, that if you think about it, it's kind of backwards. They show you the end, and then they show you how they got. Well, that's how God works. Yes. Sometimes the hurt and what looks like just, I mean, unexplained, unexplained circumstance, hurt, devastation. Yes. Right. There is a way that they got there. 
that God, I think God ultimately wants us to reflect on. He does. And he wants us to change our perspective to his perspective. And a lot of times when they're showing things, we come at it from our perspective, which may not always be the right perspective to come from because God has such a big plan and how we all work into it. Yeah. So God saying, shift your mindset to my mindset. Yeah. Come out here with me and get the bird's eye view. Because here's the thing. Yes. If you don't know already, God already knows how this ends, (laughs) which is the very best part. Yeah. I was reading this week in um, Proverbs um, 25, 2, that says, um, it is the glory of God to conceal a thing. Yes. But the honor of kings... To uncover it. To uncover it. So when I first heard someone quote that verse, and I think it was Troy Brewer, so it was already a little jarring. Um, I was like, wait, God conceals things? Mm -hmm. And I was kind of mad about that. And then as I started thinking about it more and just asking the Holy Spirit to just help me with that, he said, I don't withhold anything. This is not a withholding. It is not. I can seal your sin so no one can see it. That's really beautiful. Well, I I did you, I do you a favor in that way. That's where my glory comes in. Absolutely. But Kelly, you know, we also, you could use the same terms to describe what we do with our children. We don't give our children weights that we cannot, that cannot bear at Mm -hmm. times before it is their season or it is their growth or it is their maturity. She doesn't because she's a good parent. (laughs) You... (laughs) Allow them to have that information when they're ready to bear it. And that's not the same as like, that's and you know how that comes about. You know how we know they're ready because they start asking questions. Mm-hmm. They do. And we're like, okay, well, maybe they're ready to know a little yeah. bit more that will motivate them in, in the next right step. Yes. Not exactly. to make them you know, sad know or when the information would harm her. I mean, we know when to tell kids that sent all they real young. Yeah. <laughs> And you know how, like, that's a real when you have a 15 year old who's like that parent is not doing them a favor. No, they're not like at all. But you're not also not doing your kids favors to really dump a bunch of information on them that There's they're not balance. ready for. And that's what the father is saying mm-hmm. in that scripture. It is the wisdom to unfold that and allow the mysteries of God to come forward. And also to, if one person says it's an honor of kings to investigate the matter. He wants to, he wants here are questions about who we are. He absolutely now let to. me caveat that with when you start asking questions, he might tell you something. That's where the pruning comes in. Yeah. And if you ask and there's no answer, no answer, either he's already told you or yeah. you're not ready. Yeah. And that is just the grace of God. Like, yes, that's how much he loves us. He knows because he knows where we are in our story. Yes. He does. And our timeline. He's like, not yet. Yeah. If you know that now you will cut a fool and I can't have you going to jail. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's all right. (laughs) You don't want something birthed before it's time. Amen. So that is very important. And God is so beautiful with his timing. And I'll be honest with you, Kelly, I'm one of those people. 
people that I'm always ready for God to do things when I'm ready for God to do oh, things. Yeah. And that plead with the Lord, Father, give me this. Right now. Right this now. Happen. Let's do this. And God's like, girl, please, I need you just to stand aside and you be you, but you need to let me be me. And that's what I love about the mysteries of God is it is not that he um, treats us like children, but he unfolds things to us in the timing, in the season, in the way mm-hmm. that it should be done to help our spirit and help us grow. And he also life. pushes us out of the nest or he absolutely when it's time. Like it's time. we said before that when this started, this podcast started, I was just weird and kept sitting probably in this room. Absolutely. Um, or that room over there. Um, just, and we were just hanging out like, yes, we just had picked it up, hang out together. And, um, we're just in conversation. I was like, you know, I think God wants me to start a podcast one day. And she was like, Oh, I have a whole bunch of podcast equipment in here. <laughs> Talk about timing. Because I was saying, well, you know, when I have a little bit more income, I can buy these mics. I was explaining these microphones, these ones right here to her. And she was like trying to tell me she had them. I was like, no, but these microphones are like really. And she opens up this cabinet and she just pulls out this whole, I was like, but I wasn't ready. Like I was like hanging on to the fact that it was going to be a minute. Yeah. And God was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, it's time now. And so he provided the solution and exactly. I knew it was for him. So I was like, okay, God, like, let's go. Let's unfold. So one of the thoughts about pruning is how God prepares us for the appointment and how he's removing everything that we don't need. Mm-hmm. But he also does the flip side of that. He also prepares us and provides the things that we, we do, do need in the right timing even if we don't think we're ready for it. So the father is working on both sides of our timeline. And the reason you had the equipment, for whatever reason that you and Kyle decided to get it, God knew that you needed to be a part of this. And then, because once you said, I was like a whole, a whole other thing unfolded. I was like, well, duh, of course she should. Cause she was already on the prayer team for the ministry. Like she was already helping me with my editorial account. I was like, well, of course, <laughs> of course, duh. Thank you, Lord. for Because if I had waited, if I had not been vulnerable and, and shared a very um, secret desire. desire or secret thing that God had been sharing with me, then I mean, like he needed all that to happen for you to be here. Yes. Um, so do you see how this is working? Like yes. all that life was produced because actually the backstory of which you don't know is about the things that were pruned from our lives to allow like two, to be two years in two years a position to allow God to open those doors, mm-hmm. bring things. We both have in the same place at the same time. Absolutely. So we're here to talk about the front, the glory of what God does in the pruning process mm-hmm. and how he starts and pruning in the natural with your shrubs and your trees and all the things. She does this. I don't, I don't play in the dirt. <laughs> um, the dirt. So let the soil, but she took me around her landscaping and, and explained it to me. Uh, it makes really good sense. So I don't let her talk about that. When the Lord sets us up for this pruning process, not only is the seasonality very important, 
the timing, very important to the things that he removes that I go around my property and I remove things. I want to take off anything that's dead disease. Yeah. And then I decide about the shape of the plant and how I want the shape to look, I, whether I want it to be really nice and tree form mm-hmm. or whether I want it to be, you know, short and scrawny. Because, of course, printing determines ultimate size of, you know, of where we are, where our muscles are, all those kind of mm-hmm. things spiritually. But the Lord, the seasonality is if you prune it, certain plants at the wrong time, you will absolutely remove their ability to flower because you've taken those little buds off yeah. if you prune it in the wrong time. So one of the main things about it is that a pruner in the hands of somebody who has no idea mm. what they're doing with those pruners can be very devastating. Yeah. But pruners in the hands of the people who know exactly what they're doing, they can recognize the difference between the species. They can recognize the seasons. They know where to cut, where not to cut, and they have a vision for where they want that exactly, to be. Exactly. And where that takes us to is the father has that same care, mm-hmm. that same individuality of how he meets each one of us and says, I know how I want to prune Kelly and it's going to be different than how I, I know what needs to stay. I know it's going to produce more, more fruit in her life. Yes. What will multiply and, and what increase. will actually take away. Absolutely. From. And I want her and to suck have, the life out of. Yes. I want her. her to have a specific shape. I want her to bloom. We need to I, talk about that, Lord. I want her to about my shape. <laughs> That's for another episode. But absolutely, the Lord is so specific and he's so intimate in how he knows us mm-hmm. and the plan that he has for our life that God is indiscriminately going and just removing no, things not that like that need ugly. from your life or just taking things out of your life for no reason. He has a very mm-hmm. specific plan and a place that he wants to take you so that you can be more beautiful, can have that blooms when you need it and have that specific life. And that is the beauty of allowing the father to hold the the pruning shears Mm -hmm. in this sense and how he actually walks in and takes care for every place in your life so that you can bloom at exactly the right time Mm -hmm. in exactly the right places and have the shape that you need for your life. It's actually extremely beautiful. And Kelly is also quite a compliment that the father takes his time with us. He is very in the details. Like I know exactly what this is supposed to look like and who you are because he is the only person who knows what we were originally supposed to be before. He's the architect. He's yes. the designer. Before we started with our insecurities and, you know, all the things. But I wanted to talk about, um, in Granny's book, she has a page. Well, first of all, first of all, she has a page called says, some things you may want to know. Free advice. Take it or leave it. Not even good. By the way, this book is on Amazon. It is called Over Crying Out Loud by Dot Justice. You should go there. There's a paperback version, like a small... This is our coffee table books that the family got. But if you would like to hear from a woman who raised 11 children, who was married for 62 years um, before my grandfather passed away, like that is someone who you, she has no reason to 
hold back. You know what I mean? She's yeah. not sugarcoating that. You can't. <laughs> and in her book, she really doesn't. Um, but she says uh, the first page in this chapter is advice to a mother to be. We're talking about pruning. Um, she says, the most important advice I can give a girl contemplating motherhood is to pray for health, patience, and a sense of humor. Thank you, Jesus. We got that. <laughs> for these are vital to your vocation. I guess perhaps a vow of poverty on the side is not necessary, but it is a big help. Have, having a family calls for many sacrifices, but motherhood has many rewards. The first sacrifice I can remember giving up is my liberty to come and go as I please. The baby's needs come first. Of course, if you're blessed with someone, the baby sit for you. Be grateful. Still, you're limited to the time you can be away. However, babies, when they're loved, can give you the most fulfilling joy you will ever know by loving you unconditionally. You experience a love you've never known before. I always found it hard to be separated them for very long. And then she talked to the last sentence I want to read is as your family increases, your social life decreases. It is hard to even entertain guests, but you adjust to family life and your little unit becomes enough. It is very, it is a very busy time and all of your efforts lend to your new job as a homemaker, which this was with us in the 60s. So, you know, ain't she had 11 kids? So she said, no, yeah. but you get the point. She said, this is your priority. So, I read that to you because you can see a clear pattern of to move into this new season that she's talking about, about being a mother. Mm-hmm. There's some things that are going to have to decrease in your life. Absolutely. And then she goes into, however, babies can give you the most fulfilling joy. So like that preparation season of getting ready for the baby and deciding what you can and can't do anymore yeah. produces multiplication. It's a beautiful exchange. Mm-hmm. Yes. Actually is and you're not just giving something up. You're not just being pruned, pruning things out of your life. You're actually you're making to. room for that new growth mm-hmm. to happen in the beauty. And that's where the blossom and the life begins. Absolutely. I heard somebody say the other day, I think it was Sarah Jakes Roberts. She said, um, you can't move into a new season until you have come to terms with who you're supposed to be in that season. That is good. Like God's trying to move you in, but you're still trying to be that person who's like, not you, but me. Like, you know, we do this. We, we don't look at ourselves like we should in the new season. Like, oh, I'm like, if you get promoted at work, oh, I'm a director now. I can't. I have responsibility for people. My demeanor needs to be just like mm-hmm. coming to, and those transitions are very hard. Yeah. Very, very hard. And they could be made worse mm-hmm. if you don't consider all the transitions mm-hmm. that are taking place for sure in that moment in time. For sure. Like when we were starting this, like there were some people who were used to me being one way and available all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I don't love those people. Of course. It's that, I, we're in a plowing season. You're just making room. Right? Yes. And absolutely. I know where my priorities are because I can. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. You know, there's nothing worse now than waking up and just like hitting the ground running and not even considering, like, Lord, what do you want me to do today? Yeah. That's beautiful. What's my priority today? And you need to ask that in every season, too. Absolutely. That's the one thing you never want to prove of your life. No. Just asking the Lord first and foremost, yeah. like, how do I want to go 
season. Lord, not just seasonality, but Lord, how do I want to go into this day? How do I want to approach each and every day that I have? Because you have a whole new bucket of mercies every single day. And so the Father has woken up with plans in mind for you. And there's somebody you're supposed to encourage on the text that day. There's somebody, you know, that you may need to pray for at the grocery store, you know, but if you're not, if you don't start your day, it's the law of first Mm -hmm. fruits. Like if you do not give that first quiet 10 minutes to the Lord and say, I am, I know you're, you're omnipresent, but I'm acknowledging that you're here and I'm I'm into your preeminence in my life. Yeah. And I believe that this scripture from Galatians chapter four mm-hmm. and five so beautifully illustrates what the Father is saying. The fruits of the Spirit are not born of our best efforts. Like we cannot prune ourselves. We have to no. allow the Father to go in and selectively take off and allow us to bloom in those specific places mm-hmm. where we need that new growth. We need that life. Yeah. Up to form, and there are certain things that may not need to be certain branches that don't need to be in our lives. At and on on that topic, our our fruits in our lives are not ours. Actually. They are absolute. We actually don't, and they're not our that. responsibility. That's like right. what comes of what God has asked us to do is none of our business, right? We just have to steward it well. <laughs> because if we are, um, our friend, we have a mutual friend, Cheryl White. Um, she shared with us in life group last night that um, God had asked her to pray for this lady at Target who was like just having a rough time with her kids. And she could tell, you know, Cheryl has five sons and they're kind of stair-stepped except for the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she had all these red bunches boys. So she understood. She had a Absolutely. heart to see what was happening with that mom. And um, I'm not sure if the mom had like crosswords to the cashier because of her mood, but God had asked her to pray. And Cheryl was like, okay, she's out in this parking lot by the time I start my car. And lo and behold, as soon as she started her car, the lady walked out of Target and she was parked right behind her. <laughs> so she went over and prayed and like, she was like, usually when I pray for someone, there's at least a tear. She was like, this lady goes, okay. And, and she was like, but I don't know if I just planted a seed. Yeah. You know, like she's like, it opened my eyes. to so like, I might be making an effect on people that I don't because I'm not, I'm trying to get a, an immediate response from what God has asked me to do. And it may be coming because I'm, I'm looking for a response and I'm not looking for a spiritual happening in the, like in the, yeah. in the spiritual realm, yes. just looking for a specific outcome. So that's your point about mm-hmm. us too. It's not our responsibility. It's not our about the fruit. It's the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's a and if we are able to see some sort of outcome, mm-hmm. that's a gift. That's to us. beautiful. It's a that's, gift. That's the our gifts are actually gifts back to us. That's exactly right. Yeah. Use our gifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we will be get the gift of understanding that God was allowed to make an impact through us. Absolutely. What's next? I love it. Um, By the way, thank the Lord that Rebecca is here to like keep me from rambling all night (laughs) and getting all down the rabbit trail. Like she would type up all these notes and she's got it all lined out. Praise the Lord. That is why I needed a partner. (laughs) And this one of the 
other thoughts that I love about that is um, not just that we have to steward them well, but we also don't have to do it all on our own strength. That the Father provides the strength for us. Nothing in our own strength. That's absolutely right. Even Jesus said, everything that I say comes from the Father. Everything that I put in front of the other. Show up comes from the Father. That's what I put on Instagram. Exactly. Was something about, I'll read it. I'll find it later. We can keep going. Do you want to talk about Galatians 4, 7 through 9? Galatians 4, 7 through 9. Um, Galatians 4, 7 through 9 says, um, Now we're no longer living like slaves under the law, but we enjoy being God's very own sons and daughters. And because we're his, we can access anything our father has, for we are heirs because of what God has done. Um, Is that the next... Oh, yeah, it keeps going, right? Before we knew God as our Father, we were unwitting servants to the powers that be, which are nothing compared to God. But now that we truly know Him and are intimately known by Him, we why would we for a moment consider turning back to those weak and feeble principles of religion as though we were still subject to them? Yeah. So, man, that's... That is so beautiful about no longer living slaves under law, so be completely free. to be. I am a child of God. That's right. You're welcome. God has a destiny and a path and a process that He wants us to get through. And God is so in the details. And the process is actually very important to him. And he does not want us to circumvent that process. He doesn't want anything born out of its time, nothing premature. Now, don't get us wrong. He can redeem anything because he did give us a choice. Yes. But if we are in tune with him, he moves us in the direction that we're supposed to go. Um, I had showed uh, Rebecca a journal entry from a notebook that I didn't like very much. Like I was using it last year and I bought it at the beginning of the year and I just didn't actually end up finishing use it. And I needed something and it was in a box with that, um, with that notebook. And I was like, what is this notebook? Cause I had like completely forgotten about it. Mm-hmm. And this, this, I was cleaning out this box on February 26th of 2021, by the way, I opened it up and that was the first day we recorded, by the way, the first two episodes. And so like all this came flooding down. Anyway, I, I, I digress. So on February 26th of 2021, I did this thing out that's been in the box for a year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's in this? And on the first few pages, there's a journal entry. Now, I rarely journal in writing. I do voice journal because I just, it comes out better that way. And it auto dates itself. But sometimes during the course of my study of the word or just quiet time, um, I don't want anybody to hear what I'm saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> the boys happen to be, you know, like they don't need to be burdened by, by what I'm burdened by. So um, I'd written this down that day and I asked God, like, God, I want to be a good steward of this family you've given me. And I don't know how. Yeah. Show me. Show me what I can do to make this family my first ministry. And it's so funny because I, I 
think it, the second I wrote that down, everything was in motion. And like Rebecca was here for it too. Like if I could spend 118 hours telling you what happened and you'll hear it, you know, over the course of that, um, the past year, man, he did it. Wonderful. And I didn't even remember that I wrote that, but God doesn't forget what we ask him. He absolutely, that's a part of the process that he's in is that he ignited something in you. He birthed it in you. He pruned out the other ideas that you had previous to that Mm -hmm. and the mindset that you were in. And you said, Lord, I'm willing to submit and surrender to the things that you're calling me to do. Show me what that process is. Show me how you can take me through to where I'm a real blessing to you. He was so invested in your end result that he started putting things in your mindset, just like he did Saul in the Bible when he said, To move us in the right. Like you asked me to move you this way. Yes, so here we absolutely. Go. Okay, Tom, like. Time. Matt's calling me and texting me. I'm going to edit this out. Um, we'll see. Oh, he said, are you going live? Because your video says waiting on you. Let's call him on time. Hello. Hello. Thank you for letting me know that, by the way. But yeah, so I, it's just not... We, we've been live for over an hour, but... Um, I put it as not visible to the public because long story short, we're going to use this as our video recording yeah. and I'm going to download it and edit it. And this is the only way to make everything work. And yeah, you did. I didn't have a station to but it says just waiting for you to actually start it. Well, baby, I'm so glad that you were going to, um, but yeah, I just thought I'll let you know that it's, it's not there for people to watch, but nobody can watch it. It's just waiting for you to see I mean, all five of my subscribers are doing. Well, still, though. <laughs> there okay. needs to be some editing on the phone. It's fine. Nobody's trying to get in. It's fine. You're the only one that texted me concerned about it. I just let you know that I, you, can I discourage, you can discourage people, and then they just maybe not tune back in later. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What? Thank you, baby. It's a, this is a one-time thing. I love you. I love you, too. Bye. We asked the Lord to have our husbands care about this ministry. Praise right. God. That's wonderful. Because normally he wouldn't have even checked anything. He has. He's like, oh, that's none of my business, and he wouldn't even try to tune in. But he's like engaged exactly so speaking of being engaged oh wait you're still time out i have to be so bad oh hi well no you don't do pause it well if you want yeah is there a pause button yeah just hit hit pause yeah it's pause okay sorry but that'll be a good Episode break. That's actually, I was thinking that. So actually, even. Lord, we just pray right now in the name of Jesus for Vanessa's COVID test. Oh my God, that hurts. I was trying to be empathetic, but I couldn't take it. Praying for your COVID test and hoping it comes back negative. <laughs> Ooh, I have a boogie. I have to pick it. Sorry.
just thank you all for sticking with us. Talk to you soon. And that transcends family structure. Mm -hmm. However, we are going to focus on some things specific about these types of families because we are these types of families Mm -hmm. and we have your back. Yeah. And we're ready to talk about things that nobody's talking about, that we're experiencing and that Jesus has been working mightily in our lives. And we think it is so beautiful to see what God is doing in our lives. And we just want to share that with you. So yeah, jump on board with us. I mean, if you want to hear how this came about, you can go to Apple podcast and we have the intro. Yes. There's, there's two episodes out there already where we talk about kind of the premise of this, um, what we do. Yeah. And how it came about, what it's based on all the things. So tonight um, since we're talking about the seasons of love, we are spring has sprung, except for it snowed in Arkansas today. Today, it was 70 degrees yesterday and sunny, 20th, beautiful 20th of April. Yeah, and big flakes, not just little trickle down, it was sticking so to the grass, gigantic, like, beautiful winter wonderland for about six hours. Yeah, <laughs> in Arkansas. it was super weird. So, we are excited to start talking about spring and how it is sprung and how the Lord is developing these things in our lives. Mm -hmm. So the theme for spring, so there's three main themes that we have. Um, So there's pruning, there's um, being ordained and then um, anointed. And so um, each month, if you follow us on Instagram at barefoot and childless, um, we go through, there's a theme a week um, because there's sub themes for each month. Um, each month has a major overarching theme and then each week has its own kind of way that it ties into that major theme. So if you want to follow all of that content, um, we're on Instagram. Yeah. Um, so today we're talking about spring Yay. and the hardest part of spring is the preparation, right? Yes. So, um, we're talking about pruning y'all. Yes. Like, I will cut you. A <laughs> um, and it's nobody's favorite subject. I think I would, um, y'all were figuring this tech thing out. Yeah. We've been here for, I'm not going to tell you how long. Setting us up, but by golly, we're we ready did to roll. Yes. We did it. So welcome yeah. to this first spring episode. Where all things are made new in the name of Jesus. And blooming. And that's why we need pruning. Because we want life. Yeah. We want the right kind of life. So our um, scripture for this, there's so many. Yes. I think I'm in the wrong. Isaiah 11. Isaiah 11. Okay. So that's my favorite, y'all. So, um... In Isaiah, in Isaiah 10, um, just to preface the verse, 
um, it talks about God going in and cutting down a whole forest except for one stump. Um, And he's giving up like an analogy of like, God will leave a remnant in the earth that will bring bring glory to him. But there's a huge cutting away. There's a huge uh, deforestation, if you will. That's exactly. So if you're not seeing the forest for the trees, take heart. <laughs> that might sister. be why. We're gonna might get you clear. Going on. We're gonna get you clear. <laughs> if you're stuck in the weeds, we're gonna take a weed a whack right to it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. But you know, because we don't want you stuck in the weeds. Yeah. That's for right. sure. So Isaiah. so Isaiah eleven. Um, what is that? One, one two. One, two. Mm-hmm. Um, here we go. So, um, a shoot will spring up from the stump of, stump of Jesse and a branch from his roots will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him and the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. So, um, you know, in, in chapter 10, if, you read chapter 10, 11 together. You might just stop at chapter 10 and be like, well, dang. That's harsh. It's harsh. But the thing is, is what Granny said to me last week, my Granny, who is a, a large part of why this started, and you can, again, go listen to those episodes um, on her relationship to this. But when she texted me last week to just tell me what she thought about the first two episodes, she said, um, she was talking about the boys and how, as they're becoming teenagers, there's a tearing of the heart as they become yeah. who God has made them to be. And I thought about pruning so much. There's a ripping, yes. a cutting. There's a cutting away. Of our hearts mm-hmm. and other people's who may have known us yeah. before. Absolutely. Like it's heartbreaking, but God's heart breaks too. And his heartbreak leads to a solution. Absolutely. A divine heavenly solution for us. Mm-hmm. And so and plus nothing shocks him anyway. Right. He's never nothing ever occurs to God. Right. Like he knows it all. Mm-hmm. Nothing surprises him. So these seasons and these things and mm-hmm. like what just happened? Is yes. not surprised. He's totally prepared and has us completely covered. And you know those crime shows where it starts out and you see like the horrific aftermath of a, yes. a murder or whatever. You're like, what <laughs> happened there? Yeah. And then the story and unfolds it's... after. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, that if you think about it, it's kind of backwards. They show you the end and then they show you how they got. Well, that's how God works. Yes. Exactly. Sometimes the hurt and what looks like just, I mean, unexplained unexplained circumstance, hurt, devastation. Yes. Right. There is a way that they got there that yes. God, I think God ultimately wants us to reflect on. He does. And he wants us to change our perspective to his perspective. And a lot of times when they're showing things, we come at it from our perspective, which may not it's always so be the right perspective to come from because God has such a big plan and how we all work into it. Yeah. So God saying shift your mindset to my mindset. Yeah, come out here with me and get the bird's eye view. Because that here's heaven, the thing. Yes. If you don't know already, God already knows how this ends. <laughs> Which is the very best part. Yeah. I was reading this week in um, Proverbs um, 25.2 that says, um, it is the glory of God to conceal a thing. Yes. 
but the honor of kings to uncover it. To uncover it. So when I first heard someone quote that verse, and I think it was Troy Brewer, so it was already a little jarring. Um, I was like, wait, God conceals things? Mm -hmm. And I was kind of mad about that. And then as I started thinking about it more and just asking the Holy Spirit to just Mm -hmm. help me with that, he said, I don't withhold anything Mm -hmm. from you. This is not a withholding. It is not. It's a I can seal your sin so no one can see it. That's really beautiful. Well, I, I mean, did you. I do you a favor in that way. That's where my glory comes in. Absolutely. But Kelly, you know, we also, you could use the same terms to describe what we do with our children. We don't give our children weights that we cannot, they cannot bear at mm-hmm. times before it is their season or it is their Hopefully. growth or it is their I maturity. Do. She doesn't because she's a good parent. <laughs> You allow them to have that information when they're ready to bear it. And that's not the same as lying. That's and you know how that comes about? You know how we know they're ready? Because they start asking questions. Mm-hmm. They do. And we're like, okay, well, maybe they're ready to know a little yeah. bit more that will motivate them in, in the next right step. Yes. Not exactly. to make them you know, sad know or when information would harm our children. I mean, we know when yeah. to tell kids that Santa Claus ain't real, y'all. Yeah. And you know how, like, That's a really when you have a 15-year-old who's, like, that parent is not doing them a favor. No, they're not. Like, at all. But you're not also not doing your kids favors to really dump a bunch of information on them no, that they're not balance. ready for. And that's what the Father is saying mm-hmm. in that scripture. It is the wisdom to unfold that and allow the mysteries of God to come forward. And also to... If one person says it's an honor of kings to investigate the matter. He wants to, he wants to hear our questions about who we are. He absolutely wants Now, to. let me caveat that. Well, when you start asking questions, he might tell you something. That's where the pruning comes in. Yeah. And if you ask and there's no answer, no answer, either he's already told you or yeah. you're not ready. Receive it. Yeah. And that is just the grace of God. Like, yes, that's how much he loves us. He yes, knows he because he knows where we are in our story. Yes, he does. And our timeline. He's like, mm-hmm. not yet. Yeah. If you know that now, you will cut a fool and I can't have you going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's all right. <laughs> you don't want something birthed before it's time. Amen. So, amen. That is very important. And God is so beautiful with his timing. And I'll be honest with you, Kelly, I'm one of those people that I'm always ready for God to do things when I'm ready for God to do Aren't things. And then I plead with the Lord, Father, give me this. Right now. Right this now. Time and let's do this. And God's like, girl, please, I need you just to stand aside and you be you, but you need to let me be me. And that's what I love about the mysteries of God is it is not that he um, treats us like children, but he unfolds things to us in the timing, in the season, in the way mm-hmm. that it should be done to help our spirit and help us grow. And he also us pushes us out of the nest. Or he absolutely. When it's time. Like it's time. we said before that when this started, this podcast started, I was just we're in, sitting probably in this room. Absolutely. Um, or that room over there. Um, just... And we were just hanging out like yes. We just had picked it up, hang out together. Mm-hmm. And um we we're just in conversation. I was like, you know, I think God wants me to start a podcast one day. 
And she was like, oh, well, I have a whole bunch of podcast equipment in here. <laughs> Talk about timing. Because I was saying, well, you know, when I have a little bit more income, I can buy these mics. I was explaining these microphones, these ones right here, to her. And she was like, trying to tell me she had them. I was like, no, but these microphones are like, really? <laughs> and she opens up this cabinet and she just pulls out this whole, I was like, That's exactly but I wasn't ready. Like, I was like, Hanging on to the fact that it was going to be a minute. Yeah. And God was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, it's time now. And so he provided the solution. And exactly. I knew it was from him. So I was like, okay, God, like, let's go. Let's unfold. So one of the thoughts about pruning is how God prepares us for the appointment and how he's removing everything that we don't need. Mm-hmm. But he also does the flip side of that. He also prepares us and provides the things that we, we do, do need. need in the right timing, even if we don't think we're ready for it. So the father is working on both sides of our timeline. And the reason you had the equipment, for whatever reason that you and Kyle decided to get it, God knew that you needed to be a part of this. And then, because once you said, I was like a whole, a whole other thing unfolded. I was like, well, duh, of course she should. Because she was already on the prayer team for the ministry, like, she was already helping me with my editorial account. I was like, well, of course, <laughs> of, of course, duh. Thank you, Lord. for Because if I had waited, if I had not been vulnerable and and shared a very um, secret desire. desire or secret thing that God had been sharing mm-hmm. with me, then, I mean, yeah. like he needed all that to happen for you to be here. Yes. Um, so do you see how this is working? Like, yes. All that life was produced because actually the backstory of which you don't know is about the things that were pruned from our lives to allow like two, to be two years, in two years. a position to allow God to open those doors, mm-hmm. bring things We both have to be in the same place at the same connected. time. Too. Absolutely. So we're here to talk about the front, the glory of what God does in the pruning process Mm -hmm. and how he starts and pruning in the natural with your shrubs and your trees and all the things. She does this. I don't, I don't play in the dirt. (laughs) Um, So love the soil, but she took me around her landscaping and and explained it to me. Uh, It makes really good sense. So I don't let her talk about that. When the Lord sets us up for this pruning process. Not only is the seasonality very important, the timing very important to the things that he removes that I go around my property and I remove things. I want to take off anything that's dead disease. And then I decide about the shape of the plant, how I want the shape to look, whether I want it to be really nice and tree form Mm -hmm. or whether I want to be, you know, short and scrawny because of course pruning determines ultimate size of, you know, of where we are, where our muscles are, all those kind of mm-hmm. things spiritually. But the Lord, the seasonality is if you prune it, certain plants at the wrong time, you will absolutely remove their ability to flower because you've taken those little buds off Yeah. if you prune it in the wrong time. So one of the main things about it is that a pruner in the hands of somebody who has no idea mm. what they're doing with those pruners can be very devastating. Yeah. But pruners in the hands of the people who know exactly what they're doing, they can recognize the difference between the species. They can recognize the seasons. They know where to cut, where not to cut. And they have a vision 
for where they want that exactly, to be. Exactly. And where that takes us to is the father has that same care, mm-hmm. that same individuality of how he meets each one of us yeah. and says, I know how I want to prune Kelly and it's going to be different than how and I, I know what needs to stay. Right. And go. I know it's going to produce more, more life in her life. Yes. What will multiply and, and what increase. will actually take away Absolutely. From. And I want her and to suck have, the life out of. Yes. I her. want her to have a specific shape. I want her to bloom. We need to I, talk about that, Lord. I want her to. About my shape. <laughs> That's for another episode. But absolutely, the Lord is so specific and He's so intimate in how He knows us mm-hmm. and the plan that He has for our life. That God is indiscriminately going and just removing no, things not that like you that's need from your life or just taking things out of your life for no reason. He has a very mm-hmm. specific plan and a place that he wants to take you so that you can be more beautiful, can have that Absolutely. blooms when you need it and have that specific life. And that is the beauty of allowing the mother to for hold sure. The, the pruning shears mm-hmm. in this sense and how he actually walks in and takes care for every place in your life so that you can bloom at exactly the right time mm-hmm. in exactly the right places and have the shape that you need for your life. It's actually extremely beautiful. And Kelly, it's also quite a compliment that the father takes his time He's in the details. with us. He is very in the details. It's like, I know exactly what this is supposed to look like and who you are. Because he is the only person who knows what we were originally supposed to be before. He's the architect. He's yes. the designer. Before we started with our insecurities and, you know, all the things. But I wanted to talk about, um, in Granny's book, she has a page. Well, first of all, first of all, she has a page called, says, some things you may want to know. Free advice. Take it or leave it. Not even good. By the way, this book is on Amazon. It is called Over Crying Out Loud by Dot Justice. You should go there. There's a paperback version, like a small, this is our coffee table books that the family got. But if you would like to hear from a woman who raised 11 children, on who purpose. was married for 62 years um, before my grandfather passed away, like, that is someone who you, she has no reason to hold back. You know what I mean? She's yeah. not sugarcoating that. You can't. <laughs> and in her book, she really doesn't. Um, but she says uh, the first page in this chapter is advice to a mother to be. We're talking about pruning. Um, she says, most important advice I can give a girl contemplating motherhood is to pray for health, patience, and a sense of humor. Thank you, Jesus. Look at that. <laughs> for these are vital to your vocation. I guess perhaps a vow of poverty on the side. Is not necessary, but it is a big help. Have having a family calls for many sacrifices, but motherhood has many rewards. The first sacrifice I can remember giving up is my liberty to come and go as I please. The baby's needs come first. Of course, if you're blessed with someone to babysit for you, be grateful. Still, you are limited to the time you can be away. However, babies, when they are loved, can give you the most fulfilling joy you will ever know by loving you unconditionally. You experience a love you've never known before. I always found it hard to be separated then for very long. And then she talked to the last sentence I want to read is as your family 
increases, your social life decreases. It is hard to even entertain guests, but you adjust to family life and your little unit becomes enough. It is very, it is a very busy time and all of your efforts lend to your new job as a homemaker, which this was with us in the 60s. So, you know, ain't she had 11 kids? So she said, no, yeah. but you get the point. She yes. said, this is your priority. So I read that to you because you can see a clear pattern of to move into this new season that she's talking about, about being a mother. Mm-hmm. There's some things that are going to have to decrease in your life. Absolutely. And then she goes into, however, babies can give you the most fulfilling joy. So like that preparation season of getting yes. ready for the baby and deciding what you can and can't do anymore. Yeah produces multiplication. It's a beautiful exchange. Mm-hmm. Yes. Actually is and you're not just giving something up. You're not just being pruned, pruning things out of your life. You're actually you're making to. room for that new growth mm-hmm. to happen in the beauty. And that's where the blossom and the life begins. Absolutely. I heard somebody say the other day, I think it was Sarah Jakes Roberts. She said, um, you can't move into a new season until you have come to terms with who you're supposed to be in that season. That is good. Like God's trying to move you in, but you're still trying to be that person who's like, not you, but me. Like, you know, we do this. We, we don't look at ourselves like we should in the new season. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, I'm like, if you get promoted at work, Oh, I'm a director now. I can't, I have responsibility for people. My demeanor needs to be different. Like mm-hmm. coming to, and those transitions are very hard. Yeah. Very, very hard. And they could be made worse mm-hmm. if you don't consider all the transitions mm-hmm. that are taking place. For sure. In that moment in time. For sure. Like when we were starting this, like there were some people who were used to me being one way and available all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I don't love those people. Of course. It's that, we're in a plowing season. You're just making room. Right? Yes. And absolutely. I know where my priorities are because I can. Yeah. I mean. Absolutely. You know, there's nothing worse now than waking up and just like hitting the ground running and not even considering like, Lord, what do you want me to do today? Yeah. That's beautiful. What's my priority today? And you need to ask that in every season too. Absolutely. That's the one thing you never want to prove of your life. No. Is asking the Lord first and foremost, like, yeah. how do I want to go into this season? Lord, not just seasonality, but Lord, how do I want to go into this day? How do I want to approach each and every day that I have? Because you have a whole new bucket of mercies every single day. And so the Father has woken up with plans in mind for yes. you. And there's somebody you're supposed to encourage on a text that day. There's somebody, you know, that... You may need to pray for at the grocery store, you know, but if you're not, if you don't start your day, yes. it's the, the law of first mm-hmm. fruits. Like if you do not give that first quiet 10 minutes yes. to the Lord and say, I am, I know you're, you're omnipresent, but I'm acknowledging that you're here and I'm, I'm into your preeminence in my life. Yeah. And I believe that this scripture from Galatians chapter four mm-hmm. and five so beautifully illustrates what the father is saying the fruits of the spirit are not born of our best efforts like we cannot prune ourselves we have to allow the father to go in and selectively take off 
and allow us to bloom in those specific places mm-hmm. where we need that new growth. We need that life yep. to form. And there are certain things that may not need to be certain branches that don't need to be in our lives. At and on, on that topic, our, our fruits in our lives, they're not ours. They are absolutely, we actually don't. And they're not our responsibility. That's like what comes of what God has asked us to do is none of our business. Right. We just have to steward (laughs) it well. Because if we are, um, our friend, we have a mutual friend, Cheryl White. Um, she shared with us in life group last night that, um, God had asked her to pray for this lady at target who was like just having a rough time with her kids. And she could tell, you know, Cheryl has five sons And they're kind of stair-stepped except for the last one. Mm -hmm. Um, And so she had all these rambunctious boys. So she understood. She had a heart to see what was happening with that mom. And um, I'm not sure if the mom had like crosswords to the cashier because of her mood, but God had asked her to pray. And Cheryl was like, okay, if she's out in this parking lot by the time I start my car. And lo and behold, as soon as she started her car, the lady walked out of Target and she was parked right behind her. So she went over and prayed and like, she was like, usually when I pray for someone, there's at least a tear. She was like, this lady goes, okay. And, and she was like, but I don't know if I just planted a seed. Yeah. You know, like she's like, it opened my eyes. to like, I might be making an effect on people that I don't think because I'm not, I'm trying to get an immediate response from what God has asked me to do. And it may be coming because I'm, I'm looking for a response. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for a spiritual happening in the like in the yeah in the spiritual realm. Yes, She's looking for a specific outcome. So that's your point about mm-hmm. us. Do it's not our responsibility. It's not our about the fruit. It's the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's a beautiful. And if we are able to see some sort of outcome, mm-hmm. that's a gift. That's to us. beautiful. It's a that's, gift. That's the our gifts are actually gifts back to us. That's exactly right. To yeah. use our gifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we will be, get the gift of understanding that God was allowed to make an impact through us. Absolutely. Yeah. What's, next? What's next? I love it. Um, By the way, thank the Lord that if Rebecca is here to like keep me from rambling all night <laughs> and getting all down the rabbit trail. Like she typed up all these notes and she's got it all lined out. Praise the Lord. That is why I needed a partner. (laughs) And there's one of the other thoughts that I love about that is um, not just that we have to steward them well, but we also don't have to do it all on our own strength. That the Father provides the strength for us. Nothing in our own strength. That's absolutely right. Even Jesus said, Everything that I say comes from the Father. Put Everything that I put in front of the other show up comes from the Father. That's what I put on Instagram. Exactly. Was something about I'll read it. I'll find it and read it. We can keep going. Do you want to talk about Galatians four seven through nine? Galatians four seven through nine. Mm-hmm. Um, Galatians four seven through nine says, um, "Now we're no longer living like slaves under the law." But we enjoy being God's very own sons and daughters. And because we're his, we can access anything our father has. For we are heirs because of what God has done. Um, is that the next? 
Oh, yeah, it keeps going, right? Before we knew God as our Father, we were unwitting servants to the powers that be, which are nothing compared to God. But now that we truly know Him and are intimately known by Him, we why would we for a moment consider turning back to those weak and feeble principles of religion as though we were still subject to them? Yeah. So, man, that's... That is so beautiful about no longer living slaves under law, so be completely no free. Slave to fear, I am a child of God. That's right. You're welcome. God has a destiny and a path and a process that He mm-hmm. wants us to get through. And God is so in the details. And the process is actually very important to Him. And He does not want us to circumvent that process. He doesn't want anything born out of its time, Mm-mm. nothing premature. Now, don't get us wrong. He can redeem anything because he did give us a choice. Absolutely. But if we are in tune with him, he moves us in the direction that we're supposed to go. Um, I had showed uh, Rebecca a journal entry from a notebook that I didn't like very much, like, I was using it last year and I bought it at the beginning of the year and I just didn't actually end up finishing use it. And I needed something and it was in a box with that, um, with that notebook. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is this notebook? Cause I had like completely forgotten about it. Mm-hmm. And this, this, I was cleaning out this box on February 26th of 2021, by the way, I opened it up and that was the first day we recorded, by the way, the first two episodes. And so, like, all this came flooding down. Anyway, I, I, I digress. So, on February 26th of 2021, I did this thing I, that's been in the box for a year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's in this? And on the first few pages, there's a journal entry. Now, I rarely journal in writing. I do voice journal because mm-hmm. I just, it comes out better that way. And it auto-dates itself. But sometimes, during the course of my study of the word or just quiet time. Um, if I don't want anybody to hear what I'm saying, um, <laughs> the boys happen to be, you know, like they don't need to be burdened by, by what I'm burdened by. So, um, I'd written this down on that day and I asked God, like, God, I want to be a good steward of this family you've given me. I don't know how. Yeah. Show me, show me what I can do to make this family, my first ministry. And it's so funny because I, I think it, the second I wrote that down, everything was in motion. And like Rebecca was here for it too. Like if I could spend 118 hours telling you what happened and you'll hear it, you know, over the course of that, um, the past year, man, he did it. Wonderful. And I didn't even remember that I wrote that. But God doesn't forget what we ask him. He absolutely. That's a part of the process that he's in is that he ignited something in you. He birthed it in you. He pruned out the other ideas that you had previous to that Mm -hmm. and the mindset that you were in. And you said, Lord, I'm willing to submit and surrender to the things that you're calling me to do. Show me what that process is. Show me how you can take me through to where I'm a real blessing to you. He was so invested in your end result 
that he started putting things in your mindset, just like he did Saul in the Bible when he said, To move us in the right. To move like, us you asked me right. to move you this way. Yes, so here we absolutely. Go. Okay, time, like, time. Matt's calling me and texting me. I'm going to edit this out. Um, we'll see. Oh, he said, are you going live? Because your video says waiting on you. Let's call him. Hello. Hello. Thank you for letting me know that, by the way. But yes, it's just not, we've been live for over an hour, but, um, I put it as not visible to the public because, Long story short, we're going to use this as our video recording. Yeah. And I'm going to download it and edit it. And this is the only way to make everything work. And yeah, I get notifications here, but it says just waiting for you to actually start it. Well, baby, I'm so glad that you were going to. Um... But, yeah, I just thought I'd let you know that it's, it's out there for people to watch, but nobody can watch it. It's just waiting for you to It's cool. I mean, all five of my subscribers are getting it. Well, still though, there okay. needs to be some editing on the phone. It's fine. Nobody's trying to get in. It's fine. You're the only one that texted me concerned about it. I just let you know that I, it, can I'm fine. it can discourage people, and then they just maybe not tune back in later. I'm just kidding. What? Thank you, baby. It's a, this is a one-time thing. One-time thing. I love you. I love you too. We asked the Lord to have our husbands care about this ministry. Praise God. That's wonderful. Because normally he wouldn't have even checked anything. He has. He's like, oh, that's none of my business. And he wouldn't even try to tune in. But he's like engaged. Exactly. So speaking of being engaged. Oh, wait. You're still time out. I have to be so bad. Oh. Potty. Well, no, you don't have to pause it. Well, if you want. Yeah. Is there a pause button? Yeah, just hit hit pause. Yeah, it's pause. Okay. Sorry. But that'll be a good episode break. That's actually I was thinking that so actually even We just pray right now in the name of Jesus for Vanessa's COVID test. Oh my God, that hurts. I was trying to be empathetic, but I couldn't take it. Praying for your COVID test and hoping it comes back negative. Ooh, I have a boogie. I have to pick it. Sorry. Mm -hmm.